With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like Kanye West says, having money is not everything, not having it is. No, Deuteronomy 8, 18 says God gives us the ability to create wealth. No, it's the love of money that's the root of all Yes, I do think about other things in money. I'm just trying to leave a legacy for money. It's not everything, but when you got it, you can do some cool stuff. And now, your host for Talking Money in the Morning, financial health mentor to the working class, Mr. A. Cortez. Good morning, black world, and welcome to Talking Money in the Morning Live with your main man, H. Cortez, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur where I do my absolute best to bring practical yet proven wealth-building strategies to working men and women all over this great nation of ours. It's truly an honor, privilege, and a blessing to come to you live and direct from the Black Wealth Movement Studios here in St. Louis, Missouri. Guys, five days left to join the Black Wealth Movement. The Black Wealth Movement is a community of brothers and sisters committed to bringing financial uh, uh, literacy and economic empowerment to the Black community. However, what we understand is that you cannot develop a community without capital, and you cannot empower a community economically unless you first empower the people in that community economically. So we have a game plan for just 10 bucks. You start your own business in the financial education space. While you're running your business, we're going to teach you how to minimize your taxes, eliminate your debt, fix your credit, and free up the money you need to start investing for a long-term generational wealth. Guys, this is important to all of us. We just don't know how to do these things. Well, that's what the Black Wealth Movement does. We have a system and partnership with a company called MyEcon that gives you the tools, resources, and education to start building multi-generational wealth. Then you join a community of people who are walking along the same path as you, and you have a community to lean on, some testimony, some, some, some help, some encouragement, some accountability partners. Yeah, for 10 bucks then $35 a month, you can have your own financial education franchise where you can get your money right, but then earn some extra money in business by helping other people get their money right as well. So if you're interested in learning more, all you do is go uh, text Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887. Again, text Black Wealth Movement to 314-874-6887, and I will respond with some information on um, how you can learn more about our program, send you over to our overview website so you can check everything out, see what these strategies are all about, see what they can do for you in your life. If you're about building generational wealth, then we want to help you get the job done. Do me a huge favor, guys, on YouTube. I want you to go ahead and 
uh, hit the share button for me really quickly uh, and just share this over to your Facebook page. You don't even have to put a description, just share it. Uh, I'd appreciate that. And then if you have not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. Uh, that way you don't miss not only Talking Money in the Morning Live, but we got a couple other shows that we're getting ready to launch uh, for 2018. And you want to be in the building for those shows. I also do midday motivations and things of that nature as well. Good morning, Giovanni. Uh, glad to have you here with uh, Wayne and myself. Uh, whoever else we have online, go ahead and type in the chat where you're from. Uh, and if you're building a business, then type the name of your business and your brand so we can give you a business shout out. Uh, we know that Giovanni is Body by Bazell, uh in the bids, uh, building health and nutrition, uh, as well as fitness and, and wellness and all that good stuff. Uh, <clears throat> so today's show is all about relationships, how to cultivate and maintain healthy relationships, how to cultivate first and maintain healthy relationships. Future Leaders LLC is in the building. Good morning. Again, guys, uh, if you're not shouting yourself out, who is? Whenever you get a chance to hop on someone else's platform, always uh, either use your business name as your signature or something. You got to let people know who you are and what you do. Otherwise, they won't know how to connect with you or if they even should connect with you unless you're talking about your brand. You have to be serious and committed to and even a little arrogant about your brand. So today we're talking about cultivating healthy relationships and maintaining those healthy relationships as we begin to cultivate them. So I'm going to do this in three parts. Part one is before you get into a relationship, and this is not just intimate relationships. This is not, uh, this is relationships in general, relationships with uh, your family members, relationships with your significant others, relationships with your children, relationships with coworkers, friends, business partners, right? Relationships in general should be healthy. And I believe we all agree. Uh, but sometimes if we don't know uh, or I've never seen a healthy relationship, we don't know how to model that. We don't know what to do um, in that regard and how to actually create that. So let's go ahead and kick this thing off with understanding first and foremost, I don't care what kind of relationship you're trying to build, all relationships begin with you. Say it again. All relationships begin with you, right? Most people don't realize it, but you want to be in a good, healthy space yourself before you go get into uh, relationships. Uh, so all relationships begin with you. Three things that you want to make sure that you have in order before you get into relationships, in my opinion. Number one, you've got to know yourself. Right. And believe it or not, <clears throat> there are some grown people who've never spent very much time with themselves at all. Right. Uh, you say, OK, I'm back under uh, correct YouTube profile. Got to shout me out. Yes. Yes. Body Babazel. Yes. Always, always, man. Always get your shout outs in. So. Uh, you have to know yourself first and foremost, 
Uh, and a lot of people don't spend enough time with themselves to know what it is they, who they really are, right? And if you don't know who you are, uh, I promise you by 9.30 a.m., the world is going to tell you who you are. I'm going to say it again so you get that. If you have not clearly defined who you are, what you stand for, and what you represent, if you wake up every morning not knowing who you are, that's just basically giving the world a blank canvas to write on. So you don't know who you are. By the time you hear the morning news, have your morning coffee, read the paper, uh, go uh, listen to the radio, the world has already defined who you are. And if you have to be defined every single day, then that's not a stable uh, 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 situation for you to be into a relationship with somebody else. So know who you are. Spend some quality time with yourself, right? Second thing is you have to accept, once you figure out and define who you are, you have to accept that and be comfortable with that. See, everything starts somewhere. Right. You may not be the person you want to become, but you have to first accept who you are. Right. Peace by the boy production. I, I see you, David. You have to. Even though you may not, you may not be the person that you want to become, you have to accept who you are. Right. It's, it's the same thing with the GPS. The GPS cannot get me where I want to go efficiently if it doesn't first know where I am. I can't say that I want to get to California and then say, go GPS. GPS is going to say, okay, where are you right now? Where are you right now? And then we can develop a roadmap to get you to California. Right? Same is true with you, the individual. You may not be where you want to be. You may not be the person you want to become that you're striving to become, but you have to accept who you are right now. That's, that's the beginning of transformation, right? Accepting who you are right now says, this is who I am. I don't particularly like that. So here are the things that I'm going to change about that, about myself to transition and transform into the person that I would like to become. So we're talking about relationships here. If you're just jumping on the line, go ahead and type where you're from and the name of your brand. Uh, shout yourself out. And I want to give you a shout out to these shows are streamed on um, iTunes and Stitcher. So you never know. Somebody might hear that brand. And they might say, huh, Beast by the Boy, who is that? Let me go and check this brother out. Let me go Google him and see if I can find out who he is, right? So know who you are, accept who you are. These are the things that you need to be doing before you think about getting into a relationship with someone else. Now, let's be clear. Most of us are already in tons of relationships and we haven't necessarily done these things, but Let's 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 start with understanding. And when you get back to some of the core of some of this stuff, it will start to change and shape your relationships and make them better. See, some of us are in, in relationships. We don't even know who we are. The relationship has defined who we are. So you have to define who you are. And it's best to do this before you enter into a relationship. So know yourself. 
Number two, accept yourself for who you are right now in this moment. Nothing wrong with you, nothing wrong with who you are. You may not be where you want to be. You may not be who you want to become just yet, but you have to start with acceptance of, hey, this is who I am and all of my flaws and all of my greatness um, and my pet peeves. All of this is who I am. You have to accept that, right? And be comfortable in that. And then if you decide that this is not who you want to be, you don't like this, then you can make the necessary adjustments. And then number, <clears throat> the third thing, this is before you enter relationships going forward. The third thing is know who and what you want to become. Know who and what you want to become. Critically important because the relationships that I enter into, once I know who I want to become, that's what determines the relationships that I enter into. If I want to become something great, I want to become this positive person. I want to become uh, this person who uh, helps other people. I want to become this loving, this caring, and this nurturing person. Then that dictates to me the types of relationships that I will enter into. See, some of us haven't defined where we want to go and who we want to become, so we accept anybody into our lives. No, man. No. This space right here is precious. And the law of association says that I will become like the people I associate with the most. If my goal is to become a positive person, then I can't continue to enter into relationship with people who are negative 90% of their lives. So you have to examine yourself before you go entering into relationship. Examine yourself. Get this stuff down packed about who you are first. And then this can help define the types of relationships that you want to seek out. So three things real quick that you're looking at before you even get into relationships. You're already in relationships right now, but still hone in on these things and watch how these things start to shape your relationships. Now, I don't want you to blame your boy, but when you start to identify who you are, when you start to accept yourself for who you are and you start to identify where you want to go and who you want to become, that might cause you to uh, let some relationships fade to black. <laughs> that might cause some friction in some current relationships and you have to go through this purge. Once you identify where you want to go and who you want to become, it might create a natural purging of some relationships that aren't healthy right now. You identify the person that you want to become. You might look at the, the person that you land next to every day and say, there's no way that you can help me become who I want to become in your current state. Unless you get on a different path, unless you understand who you are, and, and and start to transform, then this relationship just may not be healthy, right? That's, that's kind of, you, you may have to go through a natural purge, uh, and I will be honest, it is scary. <laughs> it is scary to even think about that 
when I really start working on me like I should have done before I got into a relationship, um, this could cause some friction in relationships and could ultimately be the demise of a particular relationship or two or 10. Who knows? But if you're going to move forward, it absolutely has to be done right now. Hopefully, uh, your relationships with your significant others and your family, those who are closest to you, they should be strong enough to withstand your identity crisis, so to speak, your you understanding and, and starting to go into rape, man. You know what? This is who I really am. I'm accepting this and I love it. And this is, I'm going to be me and you're going to have to accept it too or we're just not going to be together or spend much time together because of the relationship dynamics. Say, I'm going to become more like you uh, if we hang around each other too much and if where I'm going your your countenance, your energy is not in support and going to help me get to where I'm going, then we might have to go our separate ways, right? Go our separate ways. So uh, before we go on to now how to uh, cultivate or enter into relationships, let's get on with our quote of the day. Today's quote of the day says this and this is a good one for me right because i get so wrapped up in my business sometimes that my wife can feel like she's alone right it says all relationships have one law never make the other person feel alone especially when you're there all relationships have one law never make the other person feel alone especially when you're there. In this day and age of all the technology that we have in our hands, sometimes we got cell phones, tablets, computers, all of this stuff could very easily make someone who is with you feel alone. Uh, so this is a public apology to my wife. Sometimes we're together and I'm in my phone and that can't be healthy can't be healthy. So remember that all relationships have one law. Never, ever, 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 ever make the other person feel alone, especially when you're there. Now, I don't know who came up with that quote. It's unknown. Uh, but today's quote of the day is brought to you by Monetize My Life Academy. I want you to go over there and get your free ebook, Easy Online Incomes. If you ever tried to make money online or thought about how to make money online, it's a great place to start. Free no strings attached, easy online incomes. Go to monetizemylifeacademy.com, scroll down to the bottom and put in your name and email address and it will be delivered to you immediately, right? So easy online incomes. It's a free online book. My online marketing career started with a book very similar to that. Uh, so www.monetizemylifeacademy.com, scroll down a little bit, put in your name and email address and get your copy of that book could potentially transform your life as you start looking at different things that you could be doing with the skills and the talents that you already possess to make a few extra dollars online. Never make the other person feel alone, especially when you're there. And this is not, again, this whole thing, I don't want you guys to take this only to intimate relationships 
significant others. This is relationships across the board. Never make your children feel alone when you're there. Never make your friends feel alone when you're there. Never make your business partners feel alone when you're there. This is relationship one-on-one across the board. All right, so really quick recap. Three things that you have to get straight with yourself to enter into relationships. You have to be healthy yourself to participate in a healthy relationship. So three things. You want to make sure that you know yourself. You want to make sure that you are accepting where you are and who you are at this given moment, whether you like it, whether you don't like it, whether you want to change it. You still have to accept this is where I am at this point in my life right now. And then know who you want to become because this will determine the types of relationships that you should or could enter into. Now, when you're going into relationships, you want to be sure to take care of a few things as well. In a relationship, it is critically important to maintain your identity. It's critically important to maintain your identity. I'm sure we know some people, again, not just intimate relationships, but uh, uh, some brothers and sisters, some uh, business partners, some co the the people in those relationships can't function outside of those relationships, meaning they are who they are because of those relationships, meaning they have lost their identities. It's like, um, you know, for a long time, I was that dude with them five boys or Aletha's husband, right? Now, there is nothing wrong with me being Aletha's husband. Uh, in fact, uh, I, I don't know which I love more, being her husband or being my kid's father, right? There's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of times we lose ourselves in relationships. So I was Aletha's husband. A long, a long time I was that dude with them five boys. That's all I was seen as that father, right? But, but there's more to me than being Aletha's husband and being uh, the father of my children, right? So be careful when you're entering and you're in a relationship not to lose yourself, lose your identity in that relationship, right? And if the person you're in a relationship with is in any way encouraging you or trying to, um, trying to, uh, 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 rob you of your identity or trying to suffocate your identity, that's not healthy. <clears throat> that's not healthy. So, maintain your identity in a relationship and you want to encourage that other person to maintain their identity. You, you know, uh, 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 when two people get together, this person loves to do this, that person loves to do that, and then when they get together, neither of them ever do that thing again. Right? That is an example of losing your identity. 
right? Even with business partners, you can roll into business with someone and now everything that you are has become solely about the business. As if you were not an individual before you became or entered into that business relationship. Suzanne, if you have no spouse, <clears throat> the empty nest syndrome hits hard when you have always been someone else's something. You are absolutely right, Monica. You are absolutely right. It, it, it really does. Um, in fact, when you're not careful, you create that codependent relationship, right? Or you, you create uh, uh, <laughs> interdependent relationship with your children. And then those children go off and they become independent of you. And that just messes you up, right? So you have to maintain your sense of identity. So like, uh, as Monica said, if uh, the nest gets empty, uh, I still am who I am. I was just my kid's father while they were here, while they needed my support. But once they're gone, I'm still who I am because I have maintained my identity. Second thing is understand that all relationships are co-created. All relationships are co-created. So don't just go into a relationship dictating how the relationship is going to be. If the relationship is going to be healthy and this is a joint venture, then both parties will have to have equal say in how the relationship is going to function. Now, what the relationship means to you could be different from what for what uh, uh, than what it means to the other person, but both people should have equal say in the creation of this relationship. Creating things like boundaries. Where do I stand in your life on the priority list? Right? If you and I are business partners, I need to know not only where do I stand as your business partner, but where does this business fit on your priority list? So I know where I stand in terms of priority. Right? If, is this business A1 for you? Uh, or is it, you know, God, family, business, right? Or is it God, family, uh, friends, uh, associates, uh, uh, church members, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, softball league, whatever, and then the business is important to you? We need to know this, right? So we need to create this, this, this relationship jointly. Right. We have to set boundaries. Right. What are the rules of engagement for this relationship? Right. What's acceptable to engage with you when it comes to uh, this particular relationship? We have to create this thing together. Right. A lot of times. Uh, you have a dominant person and a passive person get together and the dominant person just dictates the whole thing. Right. You have to be careful when it comes to relationships. And I want you to understand this. You train. All right, let's see if that works. All right. Looks like we are back.
see if that's going to stabilize the stream better than being connected to the Wi-Fi in the house. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, guys. All right, it's, it's the weirdest thing, right? I'm on my network in my house, and the house doesn't, stream just wouldn't act right. Switch to the Wi-Fi on my phone, which is also connected to the Wi-Fi in the house, and all of a sudden it's it's better. So maybe have something to do with the Wi-Fi uh, connection in my laptop. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but we are back. Uh, <laughs> so we were talking about uh, co-creating this relationship with um, other people and that other person, right? Uh, setting boundaries, setting the rules of engagement, and really training people how to treat you. We don't we don't think about it like this, but when someone disrespects us and we say, no, nah, it's cool, it's all good. I know what you meant. Right? And we don't demand an apology. We don't demand or put them in their place for the way that they treated us then we are by default training them to believe that the way they are treating us is acceptable. So they will continue to treat you that way. Right? So when you train when you when when you let things slide, you're training people how to treat you. When you don't speak up, you don't speak out, you're training people how to treat you. Right. And sometimes you you can do that so long that a person just naturally thinks that's normal. And they won't see anything wrong with. With, with the way they're treating you. But you have to very early in a relationship, somebody raises their voice, you have to say, hey. Uh -uh. That's not how we communicate. But if that person raises their voice and you don't say anything, they're going to think it's acceptable to treat you that way. So you're training people how to treat you all the time. And this is critically important when you're engaging in uh, these relationships because that's how relationships become toxic. That's how they become unhealthy. I've trained people to treat me in a certain way. And during the course of me training them how to treat me, I've fallen in love with them. Or I've become dependent on this relationship. Now, the very dependency that I have on this relationship combined with the fact that I trained them how to treat me and the way that I trained them to treat me was in a very negative and disrespectful way. Now, I need this relationship to function and this relationship, the way I've trained this person to treat me is very negative. So now I'm in a catch 22. But if I had trained that person to treat me the way I need to be treated from the giddy up, this relationship would be different. Or if I had been willing because this relationship was new, 
I trained them how to treat me on the, uh, from the start, and they would not obey the training. So if I say, hey, you know what? I'm an easygoing, mild-mannered person. I, I will never raise my voice at you, so I'd appreciate if you don't raise your voice at me, right? And they don't receive that. Before we become dependent on one another, before we fall in love, before we uh, really get intertwined, I can walk away from the relationship. But that doesn't happen if I don't know who I am, if I have not accepted who I am, if I have not decided and determined where I'm going and who I want to become. Because if since you haven't done that, now you get into a relationship with someone else and they are actually defining who you are for you. So you have to know who you are. You have to train people up on how to treat you. This is how you cultivate the relationship at the very beginning. You don't want to have to try to go back and fix it. Now you can, it can be done, but you want this to be done on the front end. Set your boundaries. What are the rules of engagement? Let's co-create this thing together. Give me your expectations of me. I'll give you my expectations of you. Uh, where is this relationship? How does it rank in terms of priority in your life with your amongst your other relationships and all that? You really have to do that. You, you absolutely have to do that. It's just there's no way around it. If not, then people will walk all over you and not in a in a way that's being disrespectful. Now, some people just flat out are disrespectful, but in a way that they're just saying, hey, you said this was cool for me to talk to you like this. You said this was cool for me to treat you this way. You said it was cool for me to stand you up. You said it was cool for me to do uh, what I'm doing. You said it was cool for me to not have to bring anything to the table in this relationship. You guys get it? You're constantly training someone how to treat you and you're constantly reinforcing that behavior. You're constantly training people how to treat you and you're constantly reinforcing that behavior, whether it's good or bad, positive or negative. And I know sometimes we don't want to ruffle the fellas. We don't want to uh, upset people. But if you have uh, things have changed in your life, you have evolved. And and that person has not, then you have to have an honest conversation and say, you know what? All of these years or all of these months or all of these days. I have trained you to treat me a certain way. And I apologize. I really don't like to be treated that way. Going forward, here's what you're going to have to work on until we can get this right. You're not going to talk to me this way. You're not going to treat me this way. You're not going to what X, Y, Z. You're, you're not. And as a result, I want you to be honest and forthright with me and tell me if I'm doing some things based on how you train me to treat you that you absolutely do not like.
Do you have some pet peeves? So you guys got to have those sorts of conversations if you're going to cultivate a healthy relationship. And this is for people who are already in relationships. You're saying, you know what? I never really thought about it like this, but my spouse, my business partner, my children, I, they do some stuff that I really, really don't like. And I, for all of this time, I've been letting it slide. Well, you've reinforced that behavior. So now it's become habitual. And now you just got to go back and fix it. Right? And a good way to go back and fix it is you can say, if you love me the way you say you do, here's what I need from you. If you love me the way you say I do, here's what I need you to do for me. And you do have to apologize for training them to treat you that way if they're treating you in a way that you don't want to be treated. Because you have to own a part of that. You have to own a part of that. Right? So you have to apologize and say, you know what? I was wrong and because you fine, because you look good, because you smell good, uh, when you raise your voice at me, I let that slide. Do you know I've never let a man raise his voice at me? You know I've never let a woman raise her voice at me my entire adult life. But you hypnotized me and I allowed you to do that. And then I reinforced it the second time you raised your voice and I just laughed it off. We can't continue this relationship like that. And I apologize for training you to treat me that way. But if you love me like you say you do, or if you want to remain in this relationship with me, here's what I'm going to need from you going forward. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying that you're going to have, you're not going to have to have this conversation more than once, but I'm saying you're going to have to have the conversation. If you're in a relationship, that's not the best that it could be. And if it's in a really, you're in a relationship that you want to change. Now, if this is a very new relationship, then you got all the cards because it's, you know what, we don't have to move forward in this thing. Um, here's what I need. Here's what you need. We're clashing. If we're neither one of us are going to change, we're not going to co-create this relationship together and make it what both of us want, uh, agree that it could be or that it should be, then let's walk away now. We, we don't need this in our lives. Right? So that's entering into a new relationship. Now let's talk about what absolutely has to be there in order for you to maintain that relationship. But before we do, let's get into our book excerpt of the day. Today's book excerpt comes from Through My Eyes by Brandy Gates. She got a nice little poem in here on friendship that I want to read to you guys. It says, life is a garden. Good friends are the flowers and time spent together are life's happiest hours. Friendship, like flowers bloom evermore, fair when carefully tended by dear friends who care. I just want you to know that the times we spend together are very special to me. As time goes by, I value our friendship evermore. Friendship is something that needs nurturing, cultivation, and love. Sometimes a friend needs you to listen. Sometimes a friend needs you to be objective. Sometimes a friend needs you your advice. But most importantly, a friend should always tell you what is right. Do I become your enemy instead of your friend when I tell you the truth? 
A friend doesn't tell you what you want to hear, but will give you wisdom and knowledge so that your thoughts become clear. A friend will give you constructive criticism and cut you where it hurts the most because when you hear the truth, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. Friends are far few and in between. If you have been blessed to have friends in your life, make sure you tell them just how much they mean to you. Send them uh, their flowers while they can still smell them because it makes the difference in keeping a friend or losing a friend. Remember, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. You can go uh, to my website, uh, books.financialhealthmentor.com. Grab yourself a copy of this if you're interested. Uh, Through My Eyes by Brandy Gates. Wonderful read. Um, very inspirational. Some good stuff in this particular book. Today's book excerpt is brought to you by Young Biz Kids. Uh, give your children the gift of entrepreneurship. Go check out the website, youngbizkids.org. Learn more about this wonderful organization that teaches entrepreneurship to our babies uh, at a very fundamental level. And because they teach entrepreneurship, they then teach kids money uh, management skills and what they can do and how they should behave with their money. Youngbizkids.org. It is a 501c3, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So if you want to make a donation to that organization so they can keep the lights on and keep educating our babies, uh, there's a donation button right on that site. So now we're going to get into some things that we should be doing at a practical level to maintain healthy relationships, right? So once you know yourself, once you accept yourself, and once you know who you're trying to become, that kind of dictates and determines the types of relationships that you will get into, right? Once you understand, <clears throat> understand how to cultivate relationships, and uh, sometimes you might have to turn the soil a little bit, add some fertilizer, uh, and pull some weeds out, meaning you have to co-create, set boundaries, you have to kind of set up the expectations and that kind of stuff, or reevaluate expectations in existing relationships, then that's how you cultivate. Now, once you've got the relationships healthy, how do you keep them healthy? How do you keep them healthy? Can't keep a healthy relationship without respect one for another. Right? Um, when I see relationships that aren't healthy, I see one or two people who just don't respect each other. Or maybe one person doesn't respect the other person. And then maybe one person respects the other person way, way too much. Right? So in order to keep relationships healthy, there has to be a healthy level of respect between our parties. Right? Doesn't mean I agree with you 100% of the time. Doesn't mean that you have to agree with me 100% of the time. But I respect your individual opinion and the things that you bring to this relationship that come from who you are outside of this relationship. But again, if you've lost your identity within the relationship, then chances are that relationship isn't as healthy as it could be. Because a lot of times when you lose your identity in a relationship like that, 
your opinion is often given to you and not solicited. Right? And, and, and that's just, your opinion is often given to you instead of solicited. Because you don't have an individual life outside of the relationship, then you can't bring a fresh perspective. And sometimes that, if you did, it's not wanted because you losing yourself in the relationship means the other person has pretty much dictated and controlled the whole thing. So you want to make sure that there is mutual respect if you're going to maintain a healthy relationship. Relationships don't function well when there's no honesty. Relationships do not function well when there is no honesty. One of the things you have to do, and my wife does this all the time, is you have to give the other person permission to be honest with you. You have to give the other person permission to be honest with you. Sometimes they hold back their criticisms, their critiques, because they're afraid you're not going to take it well. That's not a healthy relationship. Right? If I don't have your, your, your permission to be candid with you, uh, and we're in any relationship, business-wise, father, son, mother, daughter, father, daughter, mother, son, business partnerships, whatever, if there's no honesty in the relationship, uh, it's going to be extremely hard to maintain that relationship long-term. Right? So you have to be honest uh, in a relationship. And, and it's not as easy to do. Uh, I mean, it's, I'm sorry, it's easier to do than one thinks. Um, but it's easier to do when you start the relationship that way, right? A lot of times when, especially in intimate relationships, because I want this to work out so bad, right? I've been single for X amount of years or, or she's been single for X amount of years. And this seems right. This feels good. And I really want it to work out. And you're laughing at jokes that aren't funny, right? You're telling her you love her cooking when you can't stand it. See, that is, well, when you start relationships out like that, I know a lot of people think, well, those are just little white lies. I'm trying not to hurt the person's feelings. But when you start relationships off like that, you're setting yourself up for failure down the road. Because eventually, all falsehoods come to light. <laughs> and you're two years in and realize that, you know what? This person, uh, I don't like this person's cooking. And now this person has to come to the realization that you've been telling me you like my cooking for two years. Or this the way this person dresses, I can't stand it. But I've been saying she's cute for two years. I've been saying he's handsome for two years, and I can't stand them baggy, saggy jeans that he wear every day. Right? So you're setting the relationship up for turmoil from the beginning. 
but it only you have but if you give the other person permission to be candid and understand that when someone is candid with you it can sometimes hurt <laughs> right you slave over a meal and you think it's the bomb and that person says man this is disgusting right you you should rather want the sting of that momentarily than the turmoil or turbulence that it could bring from that little white lie festering for years, right? So you have to have honesty in relationships. Freedom of communication, man. Again, you cannot be in a relationship with someone who is afraid to communicate with you. It's very hard. Right. So you have to make sure that communication is uh, high on the priority list. And you cannot belittle one another for communicating their feelings and how they communicate their feelings. Right. It's something that has to be understood by both parties. I, I remember, uh, you know, as a father, I do this all the time is is when my kids are little, uh, when they were little, and they would fall and, and say, ouch, that hurt. I said, that didn't hurt. Well, who am I to tell them what they're feeling? And sometimes in relationships, we do that. Sometimes in relationships, we, we do that. My son falls, he scrapes his knee. I'm looking at the size of the wound, and I'm comparing it to myself when I had a wound at his age 20 times that size and I was able to bear the pain. So now because of my experience with similar wounds, I'm going to tell him that that wound did not hurt him. And sometimes we're doing that in our relationships. Someone expresses to you how they feel and we're saying, you don't feel that way. You couldn't feel that way. How could you feel that way? How could we, who are we to challenge the way that persons feel? And, and in essence, we're calling them a liar. Right? And when you do that, you're, again, training the person or reinforcing a particular behavior. You're saying, when you tell me how you feel honestly, I'm not going to believe you. And you're training them to say, you know what? Next time, I'm just going to bottle my feelings inside. You know, Gallup did a poll uh, for children, uh, uh, teenagers, and they, and they said the number one thing that teenagers hate to do is talk to their parents about something that they've done wrong. And the number one reason they said they hate that is because their parents are going to blow up on them. And see, we never realize that as parents, when our children come to us being honest about where they are in life, what they're thinking, what they're going through, we blow up. And now we've trained them to never come to us again and be honest with us. So now instead of being honest with us, when we ask them how they're doing, they say fine. When we ask them where they're going, 
they tell us what we want them to hear, uh, what they want us to, what, what they think we want to hear. Because we have not allowed them or given them permission to be honest and to communicate their feelings. In fact, we trained them not to do that. And then what's the first thing they say when we find out they've been sneaking around doing other than what they've been saying? The reason I didn't tell you, mom, the reason I didn't tell you, dad, because I knew you would get mad, because I knew you would take blow things out of proportion. Right. So you have to set boundaries and you have to really uh, allow the freedom of honest communication uh, to flow through a relationship. You have to learn how to listen. If you're going to have a, a healthy relationship, listening is key. And not just auditory listening. You have to be fully present to listen with your ears and with your eyes. Because body language says a lot. Body language says a lot. Sometimes, and, and this is a fault of mine, this is something I'm working on. My wife is talking and I've got my phone up. So I'm, I'm trying to do two things at one time. So I'm not fully present, right? Body language, facial expressions, hearing what she's saying, tone, inflection, is there hurt in her voice? I'm not fully present. And because I'm not fully present, I'm not fully comprehending the magnitude of what she's saying. Right. And that can cause for unhealthy dialogue in a relationship and lead to the relationship itself being unhealthy, unhealthy in general. Right. Being attentive again, being fully present when you're needed. All right, that's something I'm working on. Being fully present when you need it by my wife, by my children, by my business partners, by anybody who needs me. Being attentive means to be fully present, right? Support and encouragement. Support and encouragement. This is the last one, and we'll wrap up, man. Um, everybody needs it, everybody yearns for it. People will sometimes say that it doesn't bother them when they don't get credit for things that they do well. People will say, I got a thankless job, but that doesn't bother me. Well, you saying you got a thankless job indicates that you're bothered by not being or feeling or being told that you're appreciated. You cannot have a healthy relationship where there's no support and encouragement ever. And you have to have them both. I know parents who support their children, but they never encourage them. Right. I know parents who uh, encourage their children to do it, but they're never there to support them. You told me I can do it. You told me I can be the best, but you never show up in any of my games. You told me I can do it. You told me I can be the best, but you don't go to parent-teacher conference. 
and the teachers have some good things to say about it. Right? Husband and wives. You told me that I could be great. Right? You encouraged me that to start the business and that I would be there, but you never accompanied me on any business function. So you encourage me, but not necessarily support me. So you have to have them both in order for the relationships to be healthy and continue to grow. Uh, and it's just something that takes a continual amount of work. And it's a work in process. Relationships are ever evolving because the people within the relationship should also be ever evolving. You should always be looking to get better. Sometimes people grow at different speeds, at different paces. So sometimes you growing faster than your mate means you're evolving faster, means the relationship has to evolve or devolve or uh, you have to really work a little bit harder while this other person is growing to catch up uh, or you have to find other ways or other things to other areas in the relationship to keep the relationship healthy and functioning uh, as the other person is going through other types of evolution. But that's what makes relationships so dynamic is you have two people or two or more people um, and they are always growing and ever changing. So the relationships have no choice but to change. However, what tends to happen is people are evolving and they're growing and they're not talking about the necessary changes and adjustments that need to happen in the relationship and why. And as a result, the relationships get neglected and things get out of whack. And because I grew in this area and we didn't talk about how you can support me in this area of new growth. Now, I just see you as not being supportive. Right. And that's a problem. Again, I'm training you how to treat me because. I'm not speaking up. Or I'm not speaking out about you doing some things that I don't like. Right. So that's it for today's show. Really quickly, just a recap of our quote of the day. And uh, that was uh, our relationships have one law. Never make the other person feel alone, especially when you're there. Right. Um, Jill Scott has got a great song. Um, that speaks to that point of lonely whenever you're around, right? Really, really great song. I think that's off her second album. Um, forget the name of it, but that quote uh, the day was brought to you by Monetize My Life Academy. Go to uh, com and grab your free ebook, Easy Online Incomes. You want to make money online. Uh, today's book excerpt of the day I read from Through My Eyes by Brandy Gates. Uh, it's brought up by Young Biz Kids, uh, youngbizkids.org. You want to give a donation to a great organization, you can do that. You want to get your kids involved in entrepreneurship, there's some great content on that site to help you understand how to get your kids involved in entrepreneurship. Uh, it's a great organization, man. I actually love what Ariel is doing with those kids and, and everything that they've got going on over there. So that's it for today's show. I'm your main man, H. Cortez, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur. 
until I talk to you guys next time, once you get your money up, because you absolutely can do it. But more importantly, you deserve it, each and every one of you. Peace out, y'all. See, the fools just tried to warn you. Ready or not, they about to move on us. God of righteousness is about to take and cut the enemy loose on us. And what you gonna do, huh? You gonna stand up or you gonna fold? Talk that shit, but when it pop off, watch how many G's turn to hoes. They gonna be up against some real killers. And not they brothers in these streets only popping out of fear, nigga. Don't you know they plot your destruction and preparations are being made? To rid you of this earth, they don't want your trick ass as a slave. So I'm spitting this wake-up call to all the ghetto soldiers. You had your fun in the game, but now it's time to do what you're supposed to. Got you killing each other in these streets like you don't give a fucking care. But we in psychological warfare, we ain't got no lives to spare. You better prepare yourself judgment day and the hour. The final 60 seconds, total dominion and all power will be placed in the hands of the original man. Infinitely. Like it began infinity. several years ago, yo, when those niggas began to roll and hoes Try common ground like solutions on out of the cold, but what's it just know? We feeling the same way at the same time, though, on that nigga mind, I come up to never the bowl Pull a seat to the round table, each nigga bow, they stay low It's that way the ground, now it's time the whole world to make way for Five, six, seven, eight cats, from scratch cake, we make that Paper cats, they hate that, y'all got shit, we don't take that Had your cash like, where the wake at? My rap, can't shake that, come like 10 PGs on a club from every angle, you can't escape that Got out the game to lay back School the youngest, they ain't how to weigh that Develop your heart for you start running these streets Try to stay trapped Yeah, what it is, they trap The whole shit since way back So never in the struggle But black man, we got to break that Get on some like payback Just feeling the need to say that We down out of town We gotta switch it up Like ASAP I often wonder what's my destiny Cause true to life, I got some problems That be stressing me But still I'm living So I know that God is blessing me And with these niggas hollering Fam to the death of me that's how I feel In troubled times of these last days I hope through life that I done took the right pathway I look around and it might be too late to turn back And when I see a nigga phone Yo, I learned that So watch this step Bullshit and get you nowhere And disrespect the nigga Shit don't even go there Keep your third eye open up at all times And beneficial if you stay away from all Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.